All right, let's try this again. All right. Hey, Ari. <laughs> Hi, Katie. Are, are you... <laughs> so we just started to record this episode, and we got like halfway through my story, and then Ari's computer had a panic attack and decided to close down. Uh, so take two. Yeah. <laughs> for episode 25, 25. which know, is... Katie, you know what's funnier than 24? 25. 25. Hey. <laughs> Our last episode of the year. It is sad. But that means we're taking time to prepare to be weekly next year, starting what? January 6th. I hope you right? guys aren't annoyed of us, because now we're coming every week. Every, every week. We're going to annoy you with our information about Oh, sorry, January 5th. Women. Yeah, which is also our year anniversary. Hey. hey. We've been doing this for a year, 25 whole episodes. Can you believe it? Uh... No, actually, if you had told me last year that we'd, like, still be going strong and have people that really like us, um, I might believe you, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, sure. Okay, Ari. Yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, let's see. But it is because of our 25th episode is our milestone episode, so therefore, we're doing myths. Uh, specifically Norse mythology, which Ooh, I knew just about nothing about. Nothing about. I didn't even know where it was. <laughs> now I know. Scandinavia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but before we get into this, um, fun story. The uh, story of Hannah Dustin that I told last episode, uh, the statue that's near me, the horrifying statue of the hatchet with the inscriptions at the bottom that call the natives savages, um, was vandalized again over this last Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> Um, which is a fun, um, and of Good. course her eighth generation descendant was like, it just symbolizes her strength and most of the community like really likes it. And no, she blah, murdered blah, 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 blah. And it's like, people. listen, she was very strong. She did some pretty impressive things. She also scalped the natives. Can we not glorify that? Yeah, no, I don't, mm, 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 I don't like that. Um, I'm glad it was vandalized. I would very much like for Maybe the Maybe someone listened to, to our podcast and they were like, Fuck this statue. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have a woman crush. Oh, yeah, I don't. Um, have a and woman crush. a woman call out. It's all kind of wrapped in one. I, um, I will have more women crushes uh, next. Next, year. next year. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I have a woman crush. <laughs> um, so Representative Ilhan Omar. Uh, she was one of the squad with, like, AOC um, and Ayanna Presley. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so her colleague, uh, Republican freshman Lauren Bobart, made some super Islamophobic comments oh. about uh, Representative Omar. Um, something along the lines of not, she shouldn't carry a backpack when she goes into the buildings of Congress, um, implying that, like, she's going to have a bomb in the backpack. Uh, um so fucked up so racist and islamophobic and just really fucking toxic and everything that's wrong with our country yes Mm -hmm. yes it is um so omar gave her a chance for an apology they had a phone call and the bitch doubled down um said that nobody should have taken it personally um even though she literally called out republic uh representative omar yeah um and then she said that omar should apologize for being anti-american and anti-police and Blah, blah, blah. And so Omar hung up on her. Good. And I just love that for her. <laughs> Good. Yeah. She's just beep. like, mm, goodbye. Okay, this isn't progressing anywhere. I'm going to Peppa Pig you. <laughs> Fuck you, Susie Sheep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what a bitch. Yeah. And then she gave her a chance to apologize. She was yeah, the they, they were like, all right, listen, we'll talk it out. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. And then she was like, you're anti-American because you think we can be better. Uh, okay. 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 Bye. Goodbye. Beep. Bye, bitch. <laughs> Hung up. What's whistling anyway? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to get into get into our stories. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. for this. I am too. Okay, so Katie has our good bitch, which is fun because I had the good bitch for the Greek mythology. And, and also you had the good bitch for our first episode of the year. No, I uh, had the good bitch for our first episode. You had the first episode. episode. And then I'm going to have the fir- uh, the. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It worked out nicely. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Norse goddesses, I'm going to tell you about Freya. 
Yes, Freya. So Freya is one of the old Norse gods and is associated with lots of things. I love a goddess of all trades. <laughs> she is associated with love, beauty, fertility, sex, gold, death, war, and sayor. All which that? is a type of magic practiced in the late Scandinavian Iron Age. Ooh. Yes, all of that. She's associated with all of it. Love it. Love it. Um, now, the f- only thing I knew about her when I chose her is this fact. Freya is said to travel by a chariot pulled by two black or sometimes gray cats. Yes! And I love that. I love that for yes. her. Um, I want a chariot I pulled want, by cats. Yes, like Luna pulling Luna pull and around. Midna oh pulling pull yes. a little chariot for us. Oh my god, us. so cute. Oh, oh my god, they would it. just attack each oh, other. Oh my god, can you imagine a big, big Luna and a big Midna? Like, um, a big Midna would kill me. Yeah, true. Big Luna would be cute though. <laughs> I feel like, well, I guess there are big cats, and those are terrifying. But I'm, I'm picturing just, like, a house cat just, like, expanded. <laughs> like, when you, like, stretch a picture in, like, Microsoft Paint or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, she also uh, will ride her boar that has golden bristles into battle. Love it. Um, she owns the necklace Brisingamen. Um, now, I could find very little on this necklace, except that it was a prized possession. It's very well known. It's a beautiful thing. Um, and I will also take this moment. Um, Ari, last episode, was very good, and she looked through all the names and wrote down how to pronounce them. I, I did not do that at all this episode. <laughs> I didn't do it. And this there are lots either. of accents on these vowels. And so I apologize to all of Scandinavia. Yes, we are sorry. If we ever I'm pronounce something a whole so horribly, you could email us and kindly let us know. You know what? Call us out however you see fit. Yeah. You dumb bitches. It's pronounced <laughs> this way. I'm sorry. Depending on how aggressive you are, we'll post about you and call you out for being mean. So, like, you know. Yeah, yeah you know. Anyway. Um, so she is married to Or... Uh, o O R. Both of the O's have accents. So. Maybe it's like O R. O R. Very little is known about him. Um, and the two of them have two daughters together, Hanas and Jersemi. Uh, both of the daughters' names mean something like treasure, precious, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but little That's is known cute. about either of them as well. No. Uh, now, her husband apparently travels a lot. He's gone a lot. And when he's gone, she cries tears for him. Oh. Red gold tears. Um, okay. That are actually said to resemble amber, and uh, amber is sometimes called Freya's tears. Oh, I love that. Okay. Right? Dramatic. Love it. Love a dramatic goddess. Yeah, I'm, I'm so sad my husband's gone again. <laughs> Have some amber. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so she, her twin brother Frey, and her father Najoror are part of the Veneer. Uh, so they're a group of gods from the Vanaheimer. Uh, so most people, uh, thanks to Marvel, uh, know Odin, Thor, Loki, those kind of people. Yeah. Um, they're gods from the Aesir. Now, there was a war between the Vanir, who were linked with fertility and cultivation, and the Aesir, who were associated with power and war. Um, now, this went on for a while. Uh, neither of them really made enough headway. They eventually just came to a peace treaty. Mm-hmm. Called a truce. We're good. It's fine. Whatever. After peace was made, the goddesses and the gods all seemed to get along as well as any large family. You know, there are spats here and there, <laughs> yeah, but you know, they get together on holidays. Family, it's fine. We'll work together. <laughs> they have arguments on holidays. You know, right, it's no big exactly. deal. Exactly, <laughs> happens to the best of us. <laughs> now, Freya is mentioned in several of the poems from the Poetic Edda, which is a collection of anonymously written Old Norse poems. She's also mentioned in the Prose Edda, which has an author. Uh, an author named Snorri Sturluson. Yes, because I mentioned the same poem, and I was also <laughs> laughing at his name. <laughs> I just, Snorri Sturluson. I it's, love it. Exceptional. It's a fantastic ten name. 10 out of 10 Snorri. name. Snorri, yeah. I um, love it. Um, so one of the poems that she's mentioned in is that the Griminsimal. Um, so along with Freya, Folkvanger is mentioned. So... Many people have heard of Valhalla. Um, yeah. In Borderlands, uh, the one of the new expansions is Valhalla, where you know the oh, one of the of, vault. Yeah, ex- yeah Valhalla. Valhalla. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So Valhalla is a place where warriors fallen in battle spend their eternity. However, there's this other place, Folkmanger, and half of the warriors that fall in battle are chosen by Freya first, and they come to her giant meadow field thing with her hall. And then the other half go to Odin Valhalla. Yes, I also mentioned that in my story. Um, but I also read that um, women that died in childbirth go to her mm-hmm. as well. Yes. So. so another poem that Freya is mentioned in is Lokasena. In this one, Loki has an argument with the goddess Frigg, who is known for her prophecies, her clairvoyance. Yes. Um, there's like this giant well. party going on, and Loki basically calls every woman in attendance a whore. He's oh. like, you're a whore, you've slept with everyone, you've slept with everyone, oh. you're all a bunch of whores. Oh, oh. <laughs> and Freya's like, my dude, I'm gonna need you to chill. You're A, fighting with someone who literally knows your fate and hasn't, like, done anything to fuck with you. Yeah. Um, And you've done some pretty garbage stuff, too, so... Yeah, you're just as a whore, Loki. Yeah, so chill. Uh, to which Loki responds by telling her to be silent. He calls her a malicious witch. Oh. And he claims that she's into some Lannister stuff and has fucked her brother. Ooh. And at this point, Freya's father steps in and he's like, dude, shut the fuck up. First of all, women can sleep with whoever they want to. Hell yeah. It's none of your business. Yeah. And are you forgetting that you literally turned yourself into a woman and had sex and then had children? You're a perv. Sit down. <laughs> um. However, as I mentioned... They all seem to have these little fights and then go on to help each other. Yeah, no big deal. Um, like, oh god, I really should have found out how to pronounce this poem. Oh no. <laughs> well, the first letter looks like a D, except if the curve of the D was smaller. Uh-huh. So it's like a P and a lowercase B. I'm gonna say Primskivoya. Okay. We'll say Primskivoya and um Sorry. (laughs) So, basically in this one, Thor wakes up one morning to find his hammer gone. Oh, no. And he and Loki search to find it, and they ask Freya for help. You see, along with her sweet cat chariot and boar and cool necklace. Yeah, all these cool things. She has a cloak of falcon feathers. What? That allows its wearer to fly. Uh, And they're like, listen, uh, Freya, we really need to find this hammer. Can we borrow it? And she's like, yeah, sure, okay, whatever. Oh, so, I love that. Right? That's so fashionable, too. I bet it's gorgeous. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Loki uses it, searches all around, and he ends up in the land of Jotunheimer, uh, which is the land of giants. He finds the giant king, who's like, listen, I buried Thor's hammer so deep in the earth, no one's going to find it Ooh. unless you guys give me Freya to marry. Oh, okay. So they return to Freya. And they're like, listen, so we found the guy that took the hammer, <laughs> um, but he wants to marry you. So could you, like, dress up like a bride and come with us? She was like, mm. Yeah, and Freya is pretty fucking offended. <laughs> okay, like, good. I was like, um. She's, she's open with her sexuality. You know, she's she's willing to use it however it suits her. But she herself is not a trade good. Yeah, she's not an object. Um, okay. So no, you cannot trade me for your hammer. Good. So, I'm glad she stuck up for herself. So all of the goddesses and gods get together, and they decide, they, they come up with a better plan. <laughs> and they decide to dress Thor up like Freya, and have Love Loki it. be his maid. Love it. <laughs> and they go back to the giants and fool him. Um, the rest of the story is kind of like Little Red Riding Hood and the Big Bad Wolf, <laughs> where they're like, Freya, you're drinking a lot of mead. And she's like, yeah, I'm just really nervous. Freya, you're eating a lot of food. It was a really long journey. Freya, is that chest hair? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Um, so eventually they take the hammer by force and they win, huzzah. I'm picturing, um, that scene from Scooby-Doo when Scooby dresses up as the old lady (laughs) on the airplane. Um, meanwhile, I am thinking of the Powerpuff Girls episode. Oh my god. Where they all dress up as Powerpuff Girls. (laughs) Um, so. Fantastic. (laughs) Um. Another poem in the Poetic Edda is uh, the Hindlaju. Um, and this is a poem in which Freya is the main character. Or one of the main characters. Yeah. Now, uh, this one, Freya has more lines and does more than just have people lusting over her. Yeah. So I'll give you a, a rough summary of the story. 
There was a man named Otter, and he lived in Midgard, which is the human realm. Yes. Otter was an orphan with no knowledge of his ancestors. However, he was a hard worker and he earned a lot of land. He was also wise, kind, generous, and brave. He also worshipped the Norse goddesses and gods, but his absolute favorite was Freya. He Mm. ended up building her a stone altar and would often pray and make sacrifices for her at this altar. Now, one day, a stranger made a claim for Otter's land. And in this time, if you couldn't prove your inheritance, if you couldn't prove the right that you had to the land, you could lose it. Okay. And Otter was an orphan. He didn't know where he came from. He didn't know his parents were. So he gets back to his home, and he is so distraught. And he walks in, and Freya's waiting for him. Uh, In his home. She's like, oh. And he is too awestruck to speak. And she's basically like, hey, man. See that you need some help. Um, you want to adventure with me to Asgard and go get some answers? Oh. And he's like, uh, yeah. and just nods. Yeah. And oh. in an instant, she turns him into a boar and they travel to Asgard together. <laughs> um, okay. So on their way to Asgard. They, as a boar. As, as a boar. Yes. I'm unclear as to when he goes back to human, but he does at some point. Okay. Um, so, on their way to Asgard, they pass the home of a mighty vulva, or a sorceress. Oh. Um, and Freya's like, they, they go in, and they're like, listen, lady, I know you know what I need to know. So why don't you spill, because I'm a literal goddess, <laughs> and I can cause problems for you if you don't help me. Fair. So the sorceress complies, and tells the tale of Otter's lineage, which goes back through noble tribes, kings and queens, and eventually links back to Frey, Freya's twin. Oh. Right, I forgot she had a twin. So Freya's like, okay, dope. That is exactly what we needed to hear. So could you make him a memory beer so he'll retain this information? Apparently memory beer is a thing. I need some memory beer. (laughs) um, I feel like most of our beer does the opposite of what memory beer does. Yeah, right. (laughs) But I digress. (laughs) Um, So the sorcerer's like, okay, yeah, sure, here you go. And she hands it to Otter, and then she's like, oh, but just so you know, um, I put a bunch of venom in this beer, so if you drink it, you're going to remember what you need to know, but you're going to suffer an evil fate. LOL, sucks to be you. Oh, what? And You're going to drink this, but also bad things are going to happen to you. But Freya finds this hilarious, and it's oh, like, Otter, my guy, I'm on your side, Freya's on your side, we're going to go to Asgard for the night, we're going to party with the other goddesses and gods, they're going to have your back, literally nothing's going to happen to you drink your beer. Mmm... So he drinks up, they go to Asgard for a night, and when she returns him to his home, he's able to claim his land. He lives the remainder of his life happy, adventuring, until he eventually dies of old age, and Freya welcomes him into her hall of champions. Oh, I love that. So Freya was a bad bitch that helped her loyal friend, protege, servant, whatever, get what he needed. Love it. Now, previously, the poems were from the Poetic Edda. She's also mentioned in the Prose Edda. Um, In the Prose Edda, she is mentioned as the most glorious of goddesses and the most approachable one for people to pray to. It is also mentioned that she loves love songs. So praying to her about love is a huge recommendation. They're like, if you have love issues, talk to Freya. Freya's your girl. I love that. I wonder how she feels about Harry Styles' songs. Um, I bet she loves them. Yeah. He he seems like a lover. Yeah. Seems like a good lover, if you know what I mean. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mentioned earlier that her husband is often away traveling. She would go and look for him. And along the way, she was given many other names by many different people. Um, including Gef, which means the giver. Um, mm. potentially the giver of prosperity and happiness. Oh. Uh, Horn meaning flaxen, uh, referring to flax or linseed plant. Um, Flax was an important product in early Scandinavian times, as it was thought to promote fertility and ward off evil. Mm. And linen was often used in bridal gowns. Um, Thus, Freya was also thought to be the protector of love, marriage, and weddings. Oh, I love that. Um, They also called her seer, 
uh, meaning sow, as pigs were an important symbol of veneer sacrificial practices, and she had her boar that she rode into battle. Uh-huh. Uh, or when she just wants to turn. And, you know, when she turned otter into a boar, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then my personal favorite, just because it sounds pretty and I like what it means, uh, Mardal, which means Ooh. sea brightener, or one Ooh. who makes the sea swell. Ah, that's beautiful. Right? Mardal, that. isn't that cute? Um, so basically, all throughout the old Norse stories, Freya is a strong, beautiful, wise goddess who supports and helps those who believe in her and pray to her. However, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Christianity yep. likes to fuck shit up. Yes. I um, they that are in particularly intimidated by women, especially those who are like open with their sexuality. Yeah. Like Freya. Ugh. Obviously, the Christian ideal woman is like the Virgin Mary, who didn't even have to have sex to become pregnant with the Lord's child. Right. <laughs> so the holy men and the missionaries loved to drag and smite the harlot and the whore that was Freya. Oh, come on. Um, they even went so far as to change the names of plants. Um, there were some called like Freya's tears and Freya's hair. Um, which is like milkwort and things like yeah. some Scandinavian plants. They were renamed after Mary when they came in because it couldn't be Freya's tears oh. or Freya's hair because she's a whore. My God. I don't know um, why a lot of religions really uh, hate women. <laughs> um, because we're more powerful and it frightens men. True. Yeah. Because we can literally bring life, life into, into the world. world. Yeah. Um. And apparently, I thought this was really cool and frustrating, and I will forever call it its proper name now. Apparently, in the pre-Christian period, the Orion constellation was called Freya's distaff. Um, And a distaff is a tool that was used for spinning fiber, like flax and wool. Uh Um, So apparently, in the pre-Christian period, it wasn't the Orion constellation, it was the Freya constellation. Love that. Um, and that's which what is exciting because it's one of the on. only constellations that I recognize, like it's pretty, almost nightly. It's a, it's, it, it's well, a it's very, very, it's a very clear and very obvious and very one. Clear yep. that one and like the um, the Big Dipper. I can usually there, find dipper. a dipper. Yeah, yeah, those are usually pretty easy. And maybe, yeah, I think that's it. Really, yeah. <laughs> um, so, despite Christianity's best efforts, many parts of Scandinavia held tight to their beliefs, or at the very least, remembered them and merged them. Um, writer Johan Alfred Goth from Sweden uh, once wrote about sheet lightning, which frightened him as a child. Um, and he said, when I was a bo- when as a boy, I was visiting the old proud Katrina. I was afraid of lightning like all boys in those days. When the sheet lightning flared at the night, Katrina said, don't be afraid, little child. It is only Freya who is out making fire with steel and flintstone to see if the rye is ripe. She is kind to people, and she is not only doing it to be of service. Oh, and she is only doing it to be of service. She is not like Thor. He slays both people and livestock when he's in the mood. <laughs> Thor is an asshole. <laughs> Thor is an asshole. Freya's, Freya's just a, checking such up on a sweetheart. us. <laughs> um, there are also tales of Freya coming on Christmas night to shake the apple trees to ensure a good harvest. Mm-hmm. Um, so people will sometimes leave apples on the trees for her so when that she comes to shake them down she has apples that's adorable (laughs) i love that um now one thing that i thought was really interesting is apparently there's a pretty big debate that freya and frigg were originally the same goddess and so that their stories are all actually one and it got broken apart with you know retellings and everything Um, and if that's the case, it's also likely that Freya's husband is actually Odin, Odin. Yeah, so she's which Odin's would make sense wife. with the Folkvanger Valhalla uh, yeah, and choosing, and, the, and Freya is one of the most powerful of the Norse gods and goddesses. So I love the idea that Freya that. is actually... I love that idea. Um, uh, that Odin is actually Freya's husband. Love that. And that she's the all-powerful goddess. Yes. Um, now, in modern times, she's often th- thought of as the Scandinavian counterpart to Venus, Aphrodite. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been a feature of many works of art, from paintings to charcoal drawings. Um, the element vanadium is taken from one of, one of Freya's names, Vanadis. Really? And it is named as such because of huh. its many colored compounds. Um, it what can number be... is it, Katie? You're the 
Oh, it's up there. We, yeah, I don't, I don't work with vanadium. It's 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 up there. What's you don't it's, know the it's, number? It's a big number. It's a big number. It's a big number. <laughs> um, but it has many colored compounds like silvery blue, purple, green, yellow, depending on like oxidation state and stuff. Um, Freya became a very popular name in Norway in the nineties. Um, and in the latest season of British Baking Show, one of the contestants is Freya. Um, she's I she's the youngest baker. She's adorable. She's vegan. British she's Bake so Off cute. is so freaking cute. That is it's the so cutest awesome. show I'm, ever. I'm finally now that it's all out and I can binge it. I'm finally watching the latest season. Yeah. <laughs> and Freya's a delight. Ah, love it. Um, she's. Also, Freya the goddess, not Freya the baker, um, <laughs> is also featured in three, almost four video games. Yes, mine was in a bunch of video games, too. <laughs> um, I, be- I bet they're very similar, yeah. uh, including the 2002 Age of Mythology. Yep. Uh, the online battle arena game Smite. Yep. <laughs> uh, and the 2018 God of War game. Its sequel, God of War Ragnarok, comes out in 2022, and I it's also going to feature Freya. Don't think my... That bitch is in that one, but she's in the other two. <laughs> um, but basically, Freya is one of the women who does it all. She's got us a fertility, love, lust, beauty, but also gold, war, death, and magic. Yeah. Isn't that absolutely delightful? That is absolutely delightful. I love So, Katie. Yes. <laughs> I am doing my bad bitch. Yes, um, tell me about her. I'm so excited. I know literally nothing about her. I knew nothing about her either, so I'm excited. <laughs> um, sh- I am covering Hell. Or the queen of the underworld. Hell yeah. Love it. She, her counterpower is actually Hades. Um, okay, so I was going to do a disclaimer here that, okay, a lot of the information about Norse mythology in general yep. um, has been kind of, I guess, wow, white, whitewashed, but Christianized. Yep. Um, because what we know comes from the Poetic Edda, yep. which is written in the 13th century and therefore has heavily influenced by... Christian Christian vibes. Ideas. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they kind of they kinda, of, you know, mess with it. So here we go. Hell is known as a goddess to most, but is most likely that she's more of a monster than a goddess. Okay, I love that. And some scholars and historians actually believe that she's more of a literary literary personification of the place hell rather than the goddess, because there is little to no evidence that she was ever worshipped like a goddess would be. Okay. They could never find, like, you said, like, there was Freya altars, and there was right. things, like, for, like, pots and artery and stuff. Um, there was nothing they could find for hell. So, okay. like, it's most likely that she wasn't a goddess. She's mostly, like, a... Like, a monster personification or of, of a place. Or, yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, but she's a bad bitch either way, so let's go. <laughs> Hell can be translated from Indo-European translation to mean hide or to cover. She is the daughter of that good old trickster Loki. Fuck Loki. And a giantess, a that female tracks. giant. Um, again, sorry if I butcher all these names. Engrambada. Okay. I believe. Sure. And she has... I mean, I didn't do any better, so... <laughs> so they did the deed and they had triplets. Okay. And they were all like monsters. All three of them are monstrous beings. So her sure. first brother was the dangerous and giant serpent with a name. I'm definitely going to butcher this name too. Jormung Gander. Gormungander. Love that. And then she has a second brother, a very large and scary wolf, Fenrir. Fenrir. Which is, I think, the, the name of the guy in Harry Fenrir Potter. Back, yeah. yeah. So I was like, I know how to say that one because of Harry Potter. <laughs> Thank you. So so the three of them were born and they were all monsters. And there was a prophecy of their chaos spread through the airs, gods, and goddesses. Mm-hmm. And fear of them wreaking havoc among the Norse cosmos and the nine realms. Odin sent each of the th- three children far, far, far away. Yes, because what should you do with troublesome children? Nurture them and love them and help them change their ways or abandon them? Well, they're also literal monsters, so... So you're saying monsters have no hope and they're just going to be reckless evil things? I guess Shrek taught us nothing. Don't judge a book by its cover, Ari. (laughs) So we'll start with the giant serpent. I'm not going to pronounce his name again. Uh, He was thrown into the ocean where he grew so large he could encircle the entire earth and then ended up biting his own tail. And in his mouth. So he kind of just is there yeah, okay. as a serpent biting his own mouth. Yeah, yeah. sure. Frenrir, on the other hand, was thrown into a forest. However, when he grew too large and unable to control, um, the gods tricked him using dwarf magic 
and their like special strong leash to bound him to a rock. And by the way, this was no ordinary leash. It had ver- six very important, unusual ingredients. Are you ready for it? I'm not, but you're going to tell me anyway. The sound of a cat's walk, the beard of a woman, the roots of a mountain, the sinews of a bear, the breath of a fish, <laughs> and the spittle of a bird. Huh. And that's why it was super magical and so strong um, and that he couldn't break it. So he was stuck there forever. And then just to make things worse, they took a knife, not a knife, a sword, and they put it through his um, snout. So it closed his mouth forever so he could never howl again. And they left him on this rock forever. That's fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. With, That's almost with, worse than our with, prison system. With with uh with rope made of cat's walk, <laughs> bearded women, a beards of a woman, roots of a mountain, breath of a fish. That one's gross. So it's not a good smelling rope either. <sighs> fish breath. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then there was hell. So she was the most human looking of her siblings. Um, she is described as being half. I've read a, a few different things like that. She was like half flesh, half rotting blue. But sure. also I read this one I liked better. She was half flesh and half bones, like split down the middle of uh, her face. Cool. So she is like alive. She's neither alive nor dead. She sure. is both. She is neither. She is in between. Yes. Um, now her personality is described generally as cold, indifferent, greedy, hard, and cruel. With her face is perpetually fierce, grim, and evil, even evil looking, aka she got RBF. Mm-hmm. Rested um, bitch face. Granted, she saw her two brothers be sent away, banished, and left for dead. So, like, I'd probably look pretty pissed off too. Yeah. So, um, she has the power of necromancy, the cool. kiss of death, ice manipulation, age acceleration. And disease manipulation. She's also said to have a eye of fire. It was basically she can tell if someone's lying to her. Uh, Mm. Love that. Right? Um, Her symbols, she's associated with death. um, And she also is associated with her hellhound, which I'll talk about him later, and uh, crows. Now, Odin, because she was a little less uh, monstrous than her siblings, uh, decided to instead throw her from the sky into the depths of the underworld. Where she um, goes into, it's called Hellheim, which is translates to Hell's Home, or just Hell. Okay. So um, the place is kind of like Hades. Like, it's like, it is Hades, but she's he's also mm-hmm. it is Hades that yeah. rules Hades. Yeah. Um, now, unlike the Christian Hell, even though this has a lot, lot of similarities, mm-hmm. um, this is, a, instead of like a fiery pit of despair, Hell is described more of the world of darkness. It is icy cold, foggy, and a dimsel lacking a dimsel place lacking joy or happiness. Um, so Dante's Inferno, the innermost circle of hell, is frozen. Okay, so that's kind of what. This yeah, is. yeah. There's it's snowy, it's cold, it's freezing. Um, yeah, it is said to be beneath the roots of the world tree, and I hope I don't say the world tree wrong. Yagdrazel. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yagdrazel. Oh my god, I should have looked this up. <laughs> it's spelled Y G G D R A S I L. No, Yag- thank you. Yagdrazel. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. so sorry. I'm so sorry to everybody. Um, okay, so the world tree in which it had three main roots, one leading um to Jordaheim, the world of the giants. Uh-huh. Um, the Midgard, which you said the world of men, and to the last of the realm of the dead in hell. Okay. And now this is actually where the term go to hell is said to originate from. (laughs) Fun fact. Love that. um, Helheim is surrounded by tall fences and the river Elvgard. Now the gate of hell is at the mouth of the cave Gnipa and is guarded by her hellhound Garmer, who is chained there. But he howls every time someone enters the gates. Just to like. He's a good boy. Yeah. Now, there is some saying that that guard dog might also be her brother, but there's, like, no actual facts. Um, I support that. And if that's the case, then... That she rescued him and is like, hey, hang out in hell with me. It's fine. 
Yeah. <laughs> now, not everyone is to believe to be sent to hell, like you mentioned before. In fact, if you died in battle, instead of going to hell, you would join the god of Odin in the Hall of Slain in Valhalla. Mm-hmm. Or if you were a mother who was taken to uh, early from her children, or she died in childbirth, and I think virgins, you were believed to join Freya in the Folkvanger. Folkvanger? Yeah. Folk, yeah. And if you died at sea, this one I was fun. If you died at sea, you believe to join the treasures of the shipwrecks at the bottom of the ocean. Huh. Is that fun? Kind of horrifying. A but- little horrifying, but I like to believe that, like, instead of looking like a shipwreck, it kind of looks like the Titanic when it's all like comes the Titanic back to life. when Rose, yeah, re envisions it back to life and yeah. meets Leo instead of her husband who yeah. she was with. <laughs> Uh, Okay, so anyways, if you died in a more mundane way, uh, such as illness, old age, misfortune, or hunger, you would find yourself in hell. Sure. Nobody Mm. cares about you if you die normally. Uh, Yeah. Yep. Good. Good. (laughs) Now, it is said that the people who died at the mundane ways, they were not treated horribly or punished. Sure. Even though the place of hell was dimsel and, like, joyless. The queen of herself was said to give people gifts and lodging and to hopefully give them some comfort in this afterlife. Good. However, if you are an overall asshole in life, a.k.a. murderers, thieves, adulterers, and abusers, you would be met with her little pet dragon and or serpent, Nidhogg. Delightful. Um, he would then suck all your blood out of their bodies, turning you completely pale. And then you would either be, depending on, I think, what you did, you could be joined into um, Hell's Army of the Dead. Oh. Or you would be thrown into the Shore of Corpse, a.k.a. Nastrode, which was filled with venomous serpents. Wow. Yeah. Now, at the mouth of the shore stands Hell's Castle. And I just love this for her so much. Uh-huh. I'm just, she is, she lives in luxury. Um, she's filled with different halls, which all are like so dramatic. And they have different names of dis- different misfortunes. Like, for example, her dining hall and their dining table is called Hunger. And uh, the fork is called Famine. And the knives are called Starvation. Which is supposed to represent that basically, uh, no matter how much you eat in hell, you will never be full or satisfied because you're dead. And right. Your stomach will always yep. be empty. Yep. And her bed is called sick bed, referring to that no matter how much sleep you get, you will forever be tired and fatigued, and your dreams will always be filled with nightmares and anxiety. Huh. Good. Good. And just to top it all off, even her curtains are called misfortune. <laughs> Because everything around you is supposed to bring you bad luck, basically. But well, well, but like that's her whole castle is named after like yeah, shit like that. Delightful. I also I like that she has a dog and a snake, like her brothers. Yes, as, yes, as like her helpers. Yeah. So my head canon is that she rescued them and had them work for her. Yeah, I like that idea yeah. way better. Yeah, I, that, I've decided. Yep, mm-hmm. I am officially a Norse uh, historian. Historian. Yeah, and that's that's the real deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so also in her big castle she has two loyal servants named Ganglati and Ganlot which both names are references to laziness so like gluttony basically Uh, now she is not mentioned in too many Norse myths Um, a few where she does appear to people in the story is more like a warning for them that Mm -hmm. she might they might soon join her in her realm sure um or she's mentioned kind of in passing if someone died uh they're like you're gonna be sent to hell or i'm gonna send you to hell like that's what they say Uh in the poems right um so it's like she's mentioned but like not mentioned yeah but she does appear in one myth slash poem the death of baldur okay so i'm gonna get into this story because it is funny Okay. <laughs> so the story goes, Baldur was the god of Odin and Frigg. Mm-hmm. And he was like the nicest guy. Everybody loved him. He was like a himbo. He was like a golden retriever sure. puppy. He was yeah. so nice. He was courageous. He was heart of gold. And everyone was like, this guy's awesome. This yeah. guy's the best. However, uh, he starts having scary nightmares that he's soon going to meet his demise and he's going to die. So he tells Odin this. And Odin, who was like, oh my god, no, like... You're the best son I have. Yeah. <laughs> You're the best. Everyone loves you. You cannot die. So he, dis- Odin, disguises himself and goes to the underworld. And he's like, maybe hell knows something. 
He gets to the underworld and he completely he notices that her, her hall is completely decked out for a party. Yeah. And they're preparing for like a feast and they're like all excited. And he was like, uh, was is it someone's birthday? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> why, is he, why, why are you having a party? And she's like, oh, well, it's for our soon to be guest of honor, Baldur. he's gonna meet his doom and he's gonna join us so we're celebrating we're gonna welcome him he's a god he's coming to hell the cool guy's coming to hang out with us yeah so we're gonna like we're trying to prep her here so odin freaks out um it also means this also implies that he doesn't die honorably as like Right. He doesn't, yeah. It's not in battle or something like that. Exactly. a normal, mundane, boring death. Yeah. Um, Or misfortune. So, worried uh, that his son's going to die, Odin goes back to Asgard and he's telling everybody. Everybody he talks to. And not everything, too. And that means every rock and tree and creature, as (laughs) Pocahontas says, and makes them swear that they were not going to hurt his son. And everything promise, rock promise pinky promise yeah and everything does they go yep I'm not gonna hurt him so they're they invited all the gods to hang out and they're like he's invincible throw whatever you want at this guy throw whatever you want and they're just chucking sticks and stones and books and everything they can it's just bouncing right off Balder and he's like ha, 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 I am invincible so uh-huh. like. They're having a good time. They're laughing. They're, like, joyous because now he can't die. Uh, except, you know, there's always Loki because Loki's a... I don't know, understand why Loki likes to fuck up everything and everything. He's every the god myth. of mischief. Yeah. He comes along and he asks Frigg. He's like, oh, this is, oh, that's such an interesting thing that Odin did. He made everything swear. Mm-hmm. Everything swear. And Frigg, don't know why she told him this, was like, well, everything but... A mistletoe, for some reason. <laughs> she's like, and she's like, but wait, we don't have to worry about a mistletoe. Like, mistletoes are like, they're gentle, they're nice. They're not going to do anything. There's no harm in mistletoes, right? Wrong. So Loki's like, nice. He finds a mistletoe, and he goes to the blind god, Hoder. Um, and he was like, Hoder, oh, you're not joining in on the fun and throwing stuff at Baldur? Here. Hands him a uh, mistletoe, but he's blind, so he doesn't know. Um, and he goes, I'm going to point to where Baldur's standing. Chuck something at him. Have fun with us. Everything's just bouncing right off him. Yeah, you do it. The guy was like, okay. Tosses it. Tosses, throws the mistletoe at Baldur. Pierces him straight through the heart. Well, mistletoe is also a toxic plant. Yeah. So, they, like, mistletoe's they don't, not going to hurt you. They, well, it's toxic. And they so, don't, like, don't he doesn't it. ingest it. I, yeah. He literally, like, so I thought it was going to end with that, too, because mistletoe is poisonous uh-huh. so i was like oh my god he's gonna like sneak mistletoe and give it to him as a drink it was like no you're blind god just throw it at him so it pierces him in the heart killing him instantly delightful everyone's super sad because everyone loved this guy so goddamn much um so everyone from the cosmos shows up for this guy's funeral mm-hmm. and meanwhile friggs is like well i want my son back i sure. so she asks all of the gods who's the bravest to go to the underworld and get my son back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the god Hermod takes up the offer and goes to the underworld. And there's like a nine-day journey. It's treacherous and blah, blah, blah. Sure. He ends up there. He gets to hell. And he's like, he, and by the way, when he gets there, um, hell is with Baldur, who just finished like the welcoming party. And he's sitting next to the throne next to her. Though he does look a little sad, but it's also because it's hell. So, you know. Yeah. But he he begs. It's just got that blue twilight glow. So everything yeah. looks a little sad. Yeah. <laughs> So he's begging Hell to let um, her, his brother, I guess their brothers, to come back. Like, please, please, please. Like, I'll do anything. Can we just send him back to us? So she was like, okay. She was like, I don't know. I kind of like this guy. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, I mean, we just threw a big party for yeah, him. Yeah, he's so like, like super nice. Like, you guys love him, so do I. Um, and I don't have a lot of nice things down here, so. Well, come on. So she's like, I'll tell you what. If he's so well liked, then if everything, again, every single thing, just like how we did before, mm-hmm. every mountain, rock, anything weeps for him. They cry for him. Mm-hmm. Then he can return. 
So he reaches back to Asgard. He tells everybody, start crying, right? Yeah. And he tells, tell everything to start crying. Like, that chair over there needs to start crying. That mountain needs to start crying. You need to start crying. I cry. We're all crying. So everybody's, it's a big old cry fest. Everyone's shedding tears. Yeah. There's Amber from Freya. Yeah, Freya's falling on the Amber's ground. Amber's just fallen to earth. <laughs> Except this giantess named Talk. She refuses to cry. And she's like, let the queen of hell keep what is she has. And refuses to cry. Now, um, there were some rumors that this might have been Loki in disguise. So, hell is like, well, not everyone cried. So, he's staying with me forever. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and that, my friend, is how the first sexy bisexual goth big titty bitch got her golden retriever boyfriend. <laughs> So there you go. <laughs> That's the myth. He ends up staying with her. I love I feel that. like it's like a kind of better version of Persephone. <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um now, like I said, there's not many myths, but there's a prophecy that she's a part of. Okay. The prophecy of Ragnarok. All right. So it tells us with a warning um that three cocks continue you know yeah. <laughs> three cocks will crow in different worlds at the same time and one of them lives in hell and it is like a sooty red one and it's like really pretty doesn't have a name though anyways just, just a cock that lives in hell <sighs> <laughs> anyways when this happens when the crows or the cocks start crowing um then literally all hell will let loose so this is like a prophecy. It mm-hmm. did never actually happen, but it's like said this is right. what's going to happen. At some um, point, this will happen. Yeah. Her dog, her guard dog, will become unchained. Her brother. Yeah. Her dragon serpent will be set free. Her brother. And she will be leading the army of the dead. Love it. She will meet up with her father, Loki, and her two brothers, um, who are, you know, chained up. So, yeah. you know, she's already, might have already been with them. Um, and together, they will destroy everything. And basically, this will be like the war to end all wars. It will be the end of times. But it hasn't happened yet. So, yeah, it's so a, good. It's a prophecy, though. So she's going to be basically like the head leader, Honcho, of that. I, and I'm guessing that's what Thor of Red Ragnarok is about. Ragnarok, yeah. Right, yeah, I, I've never seen it, so I don't I know. I don't really do the Marvel stuff. Yeah. They don't. I'm trying to do the Marvel. Okay, so, 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 hold on. Before I move on. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Two years ago, it was it was rumored that Harry Styles was going to be in the Marvel. Movie. Yeah, and I told everybody, no one believed me, and I was like, no, it's going to be Star Fox. Like, I'm sure of it. He's going to be in the Turtles movie. It's coming out in November. Um, I need to catch up on Marvel. Yeah. So my friend Victor, I was like, all right, Victor, let's do this. And like all through the summer, um, me and Victor yeah, you, would meet you up. Were, you were I was movie on it. On it. We were going. watching it. One day we watched like four in a row, yeah. and we got so close. I think we we're just about to get to Civil War. Um. And October happened. Yes. And I just got too busy. And then yeah. now I'm and like, now it's November, and now and now the November hit, and the movie and... came out, and now now Harry Styles is in it, and I'm like, fuck. So I have to catch up. Also, one of my friends, Kristen, she texts me. She was like, Oh my god, Ari, I'm at the Eternals movie, and you'll never guess who's in it. Yes. Harry Styles, you read that right. Harry Styles is in this movie. Oh my god, blah blah blah. And I was like, Kristen. You think I don't know this? You don't think I know this? <laughs> I've known this for a long time, girl. I, was... I practically have a tracker in Harry Styles. I know everything about him, where he is, what he's doing. I know. <sighs> I love when people tag me and stuff like, oh, did you see Harry Styles? I'm like, yes, I did see that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, done ranting. <laughs> uh, okay, so. But that's basically um, all that we know about hell. So, fun fact... You, you, I liked this one because it kind of went along with your fun fact, how you said a lot of uh, girls are named Freya. Mm-hmm. They did the opposite. In 2017, the Icelandic Naming Committee ruled it basically illegal to name your child Hell, saying that the name would cause the child distress and trouble as it grew up. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was really funny that you had a counterpart. Yeah, everyone power. loved to name their daughters Freya, but they weren't allowed to name them Hell. hell. Um, so in pop culture, she has been portrayed in many video games, including Smite, Age of uh, Mythology, and also 
Boktaki, Bokti, the sun is in your hand, huh. I guess. And more popularly, she is portrayed, I didn't know this, by the actress Kate Blanchett in Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I didn't know, but it, her name is Hella in the, ah. but still, I was like, Kate Blanchett? <laughs> what a random actress, okay. <laughs> And uh, that is the story of Hell, the queen of the underworld. Um, I love her. Right? Isn't she like she sounds the best? so cool? I I want right. I wouldn't mind going to Hell and being her friend. Right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe a little cold and dismal and boring, but it sounds like there's no chance I'd get a sunburn. Which oh, like I true. am in. I mean, like, wonder if she has like a library. I can just like read. Maybe like. Bring some tea, you know. It doesn't seem like yeah. a horrible way to, like... I'll just hang out with the dog at the gate and give him scritches. Oh, yeah. Give him so many scritches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and say hi to the dragon slash serpent. I'd probably give the, the yeah, dragon like serpent some, some pets. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Rue likes pets. True. Yeah. 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 Anyways, <laughs> that is the end of this episode. <laughs> So, this is, as we mentioned, our last episode of the year, but we will be back in a few weeks and start coming to you weekly. Uh, So, mark your calendars, January 5th, 2022. We're coming at you. Yes. And again, if you want to email us, comments, questions, concerns. Yes, we would love to hear if you have any feedback at all, whether it's, yeah, sometimes we can hear your chair squeak and it's really annoying, or like, (laughs) wow, I loved that you guys... Do a woman crush every week or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, let us know. Yeah. We um, love to hear from you. <laughs> we really do. It really does make our day. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we want to give a very special shout out to those of you that have joined our Patreon and supported us throughout this year. Yeah. Um, so thank you to Laura, mom, uh, Jessica, Melanie, Lisa, Christine. My mom. Uh, Sam, Saida, Mike, Angelina, Jackie, Robin, Dez, Tara, Victor, Kelsey Nazaro, and Kelsey Stover. Um, <laughs> we appreciate you all so much. We hope you've enjoyed this last year. And we can't wait to give you more content next year. Yes. Um, <gasps> and until next year, um, not sure how active we'll be as we'll be trying to get our shit together. But you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at GBBB Podcast. That's three Bs. You can join our Facebook group, Good Bitch, Bad Bitch Podcast. You can email us questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, feedback of any sort at goodbebadbpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and if you want to hear your name on the podcast, you can subscribe to be our Patreon, <laughs> uh, to be our patron. It's $2 a month. We'll send you a nice little sticker, a handwritten note, and we'll probably mention it on the podcast a couple of times. <laughs> um, and that's patreon.com backslash GBBB podcast. Yeah. And that's um, it. Yeah. Until next year, guys. Until, Thanks for listening. Yeah. Have a good uh, holidays. Have a good New Year's. All right. We'll see you guys later. Bye, friends. Thanks Bye. for listening. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? Bad witch. Bad, bad, bad. bad. Are you a good Are witch? You a good witch? Or a bad witch? Me? I'm not a at all. Are you a good witch? Or a bad witch? Me? I'm not a at all. Are you a good witch? Or a bad witch? Are you a good bitch or a bad witch? Are you a good witch? Or a bad witch? Me? Are you a good bitch or a bad witch?